Hello and welcome into your Inclination Life broadcast here with Coach Lady Tamil, where I talk about positive living via simple truths. Now, welcome back. It's been a while. And in the midst of that, I just want to tell you something. We haven't dropped our positive living via simple truths, but we have, let's just say, elevated a little bit. There's been a shift in this thing since the last time you and I talked together. And we've turned our attention to maybe a new slogan. We're never going to get rid of that positive living via simple truths. But we've turned our focus to incline to God and in tune to you. So this now, our focus is all about staying inclined to God and in tune to ourselves. Because guess what? If we have a proper relationship with him, then we should be able to get to know ourselves better. And that just produces an overall great person for whomever it is that we are to serve. Well, today I'm happy to come back with you. I am going to just drop some points on today that I believe that would be beneficial. Look, it doesn't matter whether you are a person on today that you're going to take these and apply them in your personal life, or you're going to apply them in your ministry or in your business. I believe that everyone who wants longevity in life, who wants God to just bless the thing that they're doing and make it last. That's one of my prayers in life. It's like, I don't want to be the one hit wonder God. I believe in the vision that you've given me. And I don't believe it's a one hit wonder. I believe that it is something that can leave legacy. I mean, it's something that can deposit something in the earth that maybe my children or my children's children take on. Is that you on today? Are you living to leave legacy? Well, guess what? I believe there are some things that we can do just as believers on today that would make such a difference in how that determines our outcome, that determines the longevity that we have in life. So I'm going to share it with you just 10 points. These are just like 10 things that I've learned from my time being in business, my time being in ministry, just my time serving people. And if I add all that up, it's a long time, but I'm grateful on today to say that I'm still, still able to serve and to be used by God. Is that you? Oh, come on. If that's you, that's something to be thankful for on today. So let's get into these points right quick here. Point number one, if you want to have longevity in this thing, the number one thing that you have to do is you have to serve people. Look, if what you're building, if what you're doing, if what you're spending your entire life on is all about you, look, I'm all about self-care. I'm all about self-focus. I'm all about being refreshed and rejuvenated. I'm all about not burning yourself out so much that you never, ever take time for you. But I believe sometimes like we have just totally tipped the scale with that. What do you think on today? And I believe the fact that we've sometimes went so deep into self-care and self-focus that we've forgotten that God actually put us here to serve people. So there's nothing we do in life. I mean, nothing. I mean, any area in your life where I can think of in this moment where you would not be called to serve people. I mean, serving your family. Think about that on today. Serving when you're at work, you're serving something, whether you're providing a service for people or whether you're serving people directly. Either way it go, you're serving people. If you're at your church, you go to, you're serving people. Even if you're an online content creator, you're 
serving people in some way, whether it's through um, whether it's through encouragement or even offering something. But the biggest thing about serving people is to make sure that we have authenticity in the midst of it. We never ever want to present something just so that we can draw someone in. Because what I found out is that when you're not authentic, it will not last. Oh, it may start off great. You may have a really good run, but a, 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 a you know, at some point you're going to give out. And the reason why is because it's easier to keep up being you than it is to keep up being a facade. And the thing about all this, this land and this layout that we live in today is there are a lot of opportunities to be somebody else. Um, some people even promote that. You know, you don't like what you are. You don't like what this, you know, do something about it. And there's one thing that if you're doing it because you're doing it for growth, there's one thing if you're doing it, if you're seeking out who God really created you to be and you're trying to grow into spiritual maturity. But there's a whole nother thing. If you're just trying to be something that you were not created to be, if you're trying to be somebody that you were not created to be. So serve people authentically. Now, number two, give back. Oh, I'm talking about charity right here. We've always got to have open hands in this thing. If we're going to have what we call legacy, legacy is about not keeping it all for yourself, but always thinking ahead. So what is it that I can leave? Like what foundation can I build, God? What door can I open, Father, that would allow somebody else to go through that door? Because when we get an attitude that I am, I am serving people, I am building, not just for this moment, but I am doing it because I want to give back. That's called open hands right there. And whenever we have open hands, we have an open channel for God to flow things through. Not only does he flow things through our hands to give to someone else, but some of that blessing stays with us. And so I just want to encourage you, look, as you're building, always remember charity. There's a thing that I do or that I started to doing. And I've started, you know, beyond my giving at, to my local um, church and beyond the things that I already do on a consistent basis, I look each month for somewhere that I can be charitable. It could be something as simple as someone posting on Facebook and saying that their child is um, raising funds for something or someone, I see someone that's in a need, whatever it is, I say, okay, God, I'm looking for somewhere and someone to bless in this month. And so, you know what? The interesting thing is God has allowed a someone or something or a situation to show up every single month since I've been doing that. And I write a note to myself because I want to make sure, you know, we get, we get caught up in the hustle and bustle. So every now and then, you know, you might actually miss, you don't, you don't want to miss it. So I write it down. So I want to make sure that as I look back over my month, that I've been charitable in a way in, in somebody's life that I hadn't been before. And so that's something to remember. Number, number three, so into you. Okay, now here comes the part where we might do a little bit better of, and then you might be the person listening on the day that you forgot that in tune to you part. I always say, in order to serve people, you have to make sure that you take care of you. And, and it's a hard balance because most of the time people have taken care, either taken care of themselves so much that they've become selfish, 
or they've taken care of other people so much that they've forgotten to take care of themselves. And there's a fine balance that I believe through the precious Holy Spirit that we will know how to do. We'll know when we need that rest. We'll know when I've got to take a little more time for me than I used to, but or usually do. And it's, and then we'll know when it's like I have like I have an overflow to give give out. And so one of the things that I want to talk about is just sowing into you in three ways. Number one, or let's just say A, since we're numbering the things, A is so into you by being a seed planner. You know, a lot of us, we have vision, dreams, goals, and we know they're bigger than us. We know that business that we want to build is bigger than the finances that we have. And it may even be bigger than what our credit says, or it may be bigger than what our assets say. And so we know that we need investors. We need people to buy in. We need people to believe in. Sometimes the people that believe in are not always the people with the most money, but sometimes those people that believe in you become your greatest mouthpiece because they begin to talk and share what people do do have purses that can open up. So the, the biggest thing here is like, first be a seed planter in your own ground. I think so many of us, we have like a ground and we're waiting for somebody else to drop seeds in it. And we're like, God, you do the watering and you're doing the growing. But God is oftentimes looking like, what seed did you put into your own ground? So I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's in relationship on today, or it may be in business. It may be in ministry, but wherever it is that you're wanting to leave legacy, wherever it is that you're wanting to grow. I want to encourage you on today to be the first seed planter in that ground. B, grow in knowledge. Grow in knowledge. Invest in yourself by growing in knowledge and wisdom. That means that read your Bible. That means spend time with God. That means read books of people that have left legacy. They went before you. They put it in the pages of books. But invest in yourself. A lot of us are operating off oftentimes off of, um, we're trying to start ground up when it's like foundations have already been laid. Some people have already done the research. Some people have already blazed the path a little bit and open it up for you. And so grow in knowledge and wisdom, because I believe that's even as you look at your Bibles, that's what God did. He, bla he blazed a trail for us and he, he gave us a roadmap. Like he didn't leave us here by ourselves. And a lot of times we're trying to navigate this thing without the roadmap. So don't do that to yourself. And then see, like really, really prepare. Like if you want to last in this thing, you like have to really, really prepare. Some people, you know, they, they get everything looking good. I think I, if I think about this on tonight, I think about, or on today, I think about a person that, you know, wants to start a business or, you know, there's this big thing going around. I'm a coach, so I can use coaches, uh, where, where a lot of people are becoming coaches. And it, one thing about it, it's easy to get the look. And, the, and when I, what I mean by that, it's easy to set up the social media. It's easy to get the website. It's easy to get on there talking. But once people come behind the curtain, you got to have preparation back there because otherwise you're not going to have anything to give out except for what they saw before they ever came behind the doors, whether they saw before they came behind the curtains. So you want to make sure that you're preparing in whatever it is that you're doing, because that preparation, what it does is it gives you length. Like, you know, it gives you reach in this thing. And so number four is this, seek your flock. Okay. 
Now, this right here is probably maybe not so much in your personal life because you know, you already have the people that you're connected to, but I'm speaking more to the person on today that is seeking to start the business. Maybe you've already started the business. Maybe you're um, already started the ministry, but you're struggling in it. And one of the biggest things that I see people doing is when they get in that desperation, they'll take whomever. But do you know on today that even though you have a gift in you, even though you have a calling in you on your life, even though you have an assignment that God has given you, do you recognize on today that that assignment, that that gift, that that thing that you have to share with the world is not for everyone? That's why it takes all of us. That's why it takes every person doing their part because it would be so much weight for one person to reach everybody or for one person to be the solution for everybody. Um, I remember as I, it, even now as I am in my dissertation season in, in school for my PhD, uh, one of the things one of my professors said to me, he said, as I was doing my research and I was thinking, I was thinking of it kind of narrowly. And he was like, no, start wide and come down, but recognize one thing. You're just looking for one solution to the problem that you find. You're not looking for all the solutions. You're just looking for one solution. And that changed everything. And I want to say to you on today, if you see yourself as one solution, now you might be one solution that for thousands of people, you may be one solution for hundreds of people. You might be one solution for 10 people, but at the end of the day, you're one solution. And so if you, if you try not to be everything, then I believe that you could fine tune the thing that God has called you to, or those things that God has gifted you, that the Holy Spirit has gifted you to do in the earth. And when you do that, what happens is you attract your flock. You attract the people that you are assigned to because now you know who you are. Now you know what you offer and that's what you put out. And even though there will be many people that pass you by, I'll be a witness. Uh, but at the end of the day, if you keep on on the path that God is leading you on, along the way, you're going to meet the people that have been looking for you. So although we go out globally, don't be, don't look, don't get, don't go into a pity party. Don't feel bad when everyone doesn't show up or when everybody doesn't sign up for what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, you've got to recognize there is a flock that is just yours. In other words, there's an audience just for what it is that God has for you. Number five, let God do the stretching. Oh, this one is big right here. I've probably had to learn this the long, the, the hard way, because at the end of the day, there have often, I'm out, you know, as we're out here and we're on social media and we're on the internet, there are so many things. There are so many um, avenues being created. And even if you're doing social media, there's like 10, there's 10, 15 ways you can do social media and social media platforms. And if, if this one over here changes and that one will change. And so we try to keep up with all of these things, but what happens is, is, like we really stretch ourselves really really thin and this is one of the things that I'm learning I'm learning you're one person and you can only do so much now as God adds your team and you definitely want God to add your team and not add it yourself because you want the people that are divinely assigned to be on your team I mean, you want something something that's going to last right so you don't want to add people to yourself that don't necessarily are not for your team you don't want to just put people in a spot to fill it do I know every now and then God will send someone to fill a space and they will not be long term yes 
I've experienced that even in ministry where someone wasn't long-term, but they were there to fill in a gap. But if you let God do that, then you'll be able to navigate the waters. If you don't, then what'll happen is you'll let, you'll bring someone in to fill the gap and then it'll be like heart-riching when they go on or when they move out of the way. So when we let God do the stretching, when we let God fill the spaces, what happens is we don't get ahead of ourselves and we don't get behind ourselves, but we stay in the flow. We stay, we stay in the step of time. And remember, we're building to last here. And so number six is this boundaries oh my boundaries create boundaries boundaries are so good um a lot of people don't like the word boundaries because when they think about boundaries they all of a sudden think about like closing off and a lot of people think in order to have boundaries you have to be derogatory or unloving or but now do you have to be a little bit stern do you have to stand on what you say absolutely because the thing about it is you want to create boundaries for yourself you want to create boundaries and boundaries are good for the people that you are serving because let's look at it this way. A lot of people, the reason why they're overworked and overwhelmed, because they don't have any boundaries. And so they say yes to absolutely everything, oftentimes without even praying, oftentimes without even consulting God, oftentimes without even taking a moment. But what you want to do is you want to create boundaries. That way, even when your body and your mind begin to tell you, we need a break, there's space in there or at least you train the people that are around you to know that every now and then we're gonna have to take a break every now and then it's gonna be a mental health day at least that's what I call mine sometimes I call them mental health days when I'm listening to my body and my mind and I know that they just need rest I know like okay they don't want to do another thing and it's not it's not they it's they are signaling off to me to say hey Take a moment and breathe. Take a moment and get refreshed because you don't want to go into overwhelm because overwhelm oftentimes will lead you to quitting. And that's where we don't want to be. The road will get rough sometimes, but if you pace yourself, you'll have longevity in this thing. The next thing is number seven. It's whatever you are, make sure you have one too. Okay, this is good here. So on tonight, on today, I don't know when you're listening to this, that's why I keep saying both. You are, I am a coach. Let me use myself. I am a coach. But I'm a coach that also has to have a coach. So in other words, if you are a person where, let's just say you're a speaker, um, maybe a preacher would be better, or maybe a mentor would be better. If you're a preacher or a mentor, you ought to also have someone that provides the same thing for you. So in other words, don't ever expect people to buy into a service that you're not willing to buy into yourself. So a lot of people are willing to say, I'm this, I'm that, but they're never willing to invest. I even heard something like, like even greater than that is, don't ever ask people to pay a price tag for a service that you wouldn't be willing to pay 
on the same service. So a lot of people come out and they're charging XYZ for their services, they're charging, but they wouldn't ever pay somebody else for that. That's an, that's an integrity thing there for one thing, but it also says a lot about what you believe in what you are selling. Because if you believe that you have it, then you ought to believe that someone else can provide you with the same service. So whatever you are, make sure you have one too. Now let's go on to number eight. And I probably have already kind of hit on this, but number eight is ignore shiny objects. Ignore the shiny object. There are so many shiny objects out there. There are so many things that's gonna tell you. Let me tell you, I'll give you my testimony. I probably have rebuilt my website so many times that I'm embarrassed to tell you because I've lost camel. And the reason is, it's because of shiny objects. It's because I see someone else's website and I say, oh, you know what? That would be a little bit better. Oh, that would be a little bit better. But you know what I found now? I don't necessarily go back in and rebuild. I might update, change, rearrange, do some things every now and then. But I really go to God. I, even, even, even before I did this podcast, I was like, okay, God, I was looking at one of my, at, at inclinationlife.org and I said, what are we doing here, God? What are we doing here? Because whatever we're doing here, this is what I want to make sure. And so I start, I've learned to stop, to start ignoring all of the shiny objects because the shiny objects will have you running around in a little rat race and you'll be trying to keep up with all the shiny objects. And I want to tell you that they'll never run out of shiny objects. There'll always be something else for you to do. So ignore the shiny objects. I'm not saying don't improve. I'm not saying don't get something better, but ignore the shiny objects. Let's just say this. If you built something and it's to the most excellent ability, it, it's presentable, it's whatever, and, the, and, and you still are waiting to get clients, constantly going after the shiny object is not going to get you a client. You got there's something going on in the marketing. There's something going on um, in how you're going about putting yourself out there. There's something else. It may not necessarily be like with me constantly re redoing a website or constantly revamping how I was doing my social media. Some of it is just like, okay, make a choice, stick with it and get consistent with it and watch it pay off over time. Okay. So number nine, always be fine tuning. It sounds like I'm contradicting myself, right? No, I'm not. So this is where I said, okay, I improve now. I don't just go like do a whole wipe away and a revamp. I improve. You know, every now and then I go on my website, just make sure all the buttons are working because sometimes in, in, in haste, you can think everything's working and it's not. So it's okay to be fine tuning. It's okay to say, okay, I've got, I've got the framework of my mindset, my website up. I'm just using websites for now, but just think about this in any other area, but it's okay to say, okay, I've got the framework up. Now I want to add a product. Now, I, I, you know, I, I oftentimes when I have ideas, I know like, okay, it's not wise to sit here and try to create all of this in one week or two weeks or three weeks on top of all the other things I do. So I'm just going to write down some ideas that I have got. And sometimes I'll put them in different places in my planner so that when I get to that month, I'll be like, okay, this is the month to go back and revisit X, Y, Z. 
And it may be a clearer space. It may be a clearer time. And if it's not, I just move it. I move it. And it's not about procrastination, but it's about saying that's not something that I have to do right now, but I'm going to be fine tuning. These are fine tuning spaces that as God allows me to have a space, the time, and sometimes even the resources that I'll fine tune and I'll add that on as I go. So we always want to be fine tuning because, you know, one of the things we have to, we have to stay current to what our vision what our dream, what our calling is requiring. I, I noticed I didn't say stay current with culture. I said stay current with what our vision, what our dream, what our vision. In other words, where you started at five years ago, it, God may be doing something a little different. Still the same gift, still the same person, still the same vessel, but he may just be using it differently. So as we do that, as we stay in fine tune, we, we actually do what we're going to talk about in number 10. We leave room for God. That's it. Number 10, leave room for God. Don't ever think that you have it so together, that you got the memo so straight, that you close the doors on what it is that God can do. I'll be a witness. Every time that I thought I had it figured out, God would give me another opportunity to do something else. He would take me out of my comfort zone. He would show me another aspect of myself that I hadn't tapped into. And so I just kind of decided, you know what? I don't know where this ends. I know where it began and began with him, but I don't know where this ends or how this ends or where this going. I don't know when I get ready to pass the baton, how far I'll be. But I do believe that if you and I continue to apply these 10 points and hold on to our father's hands, that is, if we stay inclined to God on tonight, I believe, I just believe that by faith, when we get ready to pass that baton, we're probably going to be further than we ever thought that we could be because we trusted him, because we obeyed him, and because we kept moving by faith, we kept moving in wisdom, in the wisdom of God and not our own wisdom, and we left space for him to do whatever it was that he wanted to do. So I hope that this conversation has been encouraging to you on today. And I hope that you will pass this on and that you will share with someone else. But my greatest prayer on today is that after listening to these 10 points, that you are building for legacy, that you are building for longevity, that you are getting ready at some point to be able to pass that baton. And you are greatest of all going to leave your mark here in the earth. You're going to deposit something great into this earth that may change your generation or even generations to come. So be blessed until next time. Thanks again for tuning in to Inclination Life here where we are inclined to God and in tune to ourselves. Oh, it's Coach Lady Tamil signing off. Take care until next time.